0: and welcome everyone to another edition of orlando magic pod squad dante marcatelli jake chapman george galante recap the nba trade deadline from an orlando magic perspective and magic fans magic pod squad brought you by the Florida department of transportation they remind you the fans don't let fans drive drunk if you've been drinking don't get behind the wheel instead find a sober driver or catch a ride service remember drive sober or get pulled over have a great night and drive safe lots to get to on this edition of magic pod squad one of the final ones before the All-Star break as we recap the busy NBA trade deadline and the Orlando Magic thinking going into this one and the decision to ride with what you got and a great position for this Magic team here down the stretch. What it looks like the final 30 games of the season and a busy All-Star weekend for Paolo Bancaro and great national exposure coming up for the Orlando Magic organization starting next week in Indianapolis. All that coming your way on this edition of Magic Pod Squad. This is Fonz Wagner of the Orlando Magic. This is Cole Anthony. This is Jalen Suggs. This is Paolo Bancaro of the Orlando Magic. And you're listening to the Pod Squad. And welcome everyone to another edition of Orlando Magic Pod Squad. Dante Marcatelli, George Galate, Jake Chapman here with you. Lots to get to this Orlando Magic team. Now sitting here at 28-24 at the time of this taping. Three games left before the All-Star break. You win game one of a four-game homestand. A big homestand. Coming up, uh, meaningful games here. The last three, big night coming up with Shaquille O'Neal getting his jersey retired. We got a lot to get to, and we'll do it here on this edition of uh, of Orlando Magic Pod Squad. The trade deadline has come and gone. What looks like? What what does this look like for the final 31 games of the season for the Orlando Magic as they make their playoff push? Magic sitting in a great position, and we'll recap all of it here for you. But first of all, All Star plans. All-star plans for everybody. George, you have an all-star in Paulo Bancaro, but from what I understand, you will not be anywhere near Indianapolis. It's <laughs> <which is> probably, <laughs> probably a
1: good move. How'd you get out of that one? I Well, I think it just is tenure. Uh, tenure got me out of All-Star Week, and I really have mm-hmm. no other uh, uh, excuse other than that. Listen, I, I love the festivities. Yes. Grand, it's a grand event for the league, um, but I I've said it on this uh Format before that for an employee that has to go to All Star Weekend and 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 God bless Trish Wingerson she's going to be doing
0: she's uh, taking it for she's taking it she's taking one for the team okay gotcha she's
1: gonna fall on the grenade um for All Star Weekend and and now it's like you know we're so excited that Paolo is in the game obviously Absolutely. so it's and and we'll get to that it's but now he's in the skills challenge on All-Star Saturday night. He is in the Rising Stars event on Friday. I thought, you know, he would pull maybe back off the Rising Stars event since he's now going to play in the game. But that means Trish has got to get up there on Thursday. <laughs> oh, no. She, so she'll, she will be busy Friday. Yeah. She will be busy Saturday night. She will be busy Sunday night. And then I asked her, well, what time? She said, I got a 5.30 a.m. flight out <laughs> Monday morning. Oh, Oh, my get, goodness. Get and uh, it's just—it's a long first. Well, it's even that, if even if he's not
0: in all those events, it's a busy night with him just anyway, right? Going yeah. to going to all the
1: appearances and everything. He's throughout gonna have—he's gonna have a media circuit to go through, uh, which is great, you know, and it's gonna be great for absolutely, he's absolutely. Gonna, he's gonna get to do some things he's never done before, and uh, he'll be excited, and everybody will be excited in his camp. It's his first time there. There's nothing like going there for the first time. Uh, it's, uh, but I plan on being nowhere near Indianapolis. I plan on being here in Orlando. My kids will still be at school. The, uh, lacrosse season, Dante has started. Oh yeah. Okay. 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 It's big. We'll, we'll be doing that.
0: You're in the uh, busy season. Well, Jake, yeah. just so you know, when we go to Indianapolis to play the Pacers, he doesn't stay in Indianapolis anyway. He stays in <laughs> Chicago and then drives over. <laughs> so, special, special exemption. Special <laughs> exemption. How about you, Jake? You, Jake, you get a chance to decompress a little bit, right? With that, uh, what almost ten month old?
2: I do, I do. We're, we're gonna have to. Quit. I, I'm not sure if decompress is the way to describe it. We're gonna go on our first plane flight with uh, with with little Josie. She is Oh, that's big news. Hitting nine months, and we're gonna go to Philadelphia see my sister. My parents are gonna drive from Cleveland to Philly. So just a few days, we're gonna fly out on Friday and come back on Monday, and then hopefully get a beach day. On Tuesday or Wednesday, hopefully the weather's good enough because we we need one of those. You may um, get less rest. You may get less rest than Trish, right? Exactly. <laughs>
0: exactly. Wouldn't no, mind the well. alone, just on. Well, the- no, exactly. That's George. That's busy. I mean, that is that is a lot of work, and I'm and I'm going to tell you this right now. As soon as you sit down, everyone around you goes, "Oh boy."
2: Oh yeah. Oh. I, I I I am going to have my. eye. You know, when you walk on the plane, I I'm not somebody who sits, puts my head down and walks forward. My eyes are. Yapping yeah. around, I, I always make eye contact with people when I get on the plane just sure. to see what see what I'm working with, and of course you always identify the first potential crying baby. And now that's going to be me. It's going to be <laughs> me, Kelly. You're the one to walk down the plane. And You're the one they're going to identify. Yeah, one of these things as as soon as we walk by. Hey, what what can you do? Right, I figured absolutely oh, no, it's good. Absolutely. It's a good what two hours in a little change flight. It's not too bad. We're not going to Seattle. Um and you know we'll try to time it up. You get a bottle, you get a nap in there, and absolutely see how it works. She's listen. Kids cry, kids cry. Everybody
0: understands, right? George, the crying kids. You sometimes you just can't. It's it's the ones that make no attempt to stop it is where you have the problem, right? It's the parents that say, okay, it's fine. Hey, you know what? It's a crying baby. I'm not going to do anything. Do everything you can to get the baby to stop. And if she
2: doesn't, she doesn't. But but you got to you got to give it an effort. And I know you will. That's exactly. it. And, we, and we've already, we're already taking the proper precautions. We went to the doctor to make sure she didn't have an ear infection.
1: We would get yeah. a little, 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 Listen, don't no worry. She'll, she'll have one when you get back. Definitely <laughs> <laughs> no problem. She'll, she'll pick she'll up have one up on the place, right? Question, right? Have so, yeah, true. An ear infection when you get
2: The back. doctor, yeah. by the way, I, this is why I love her doctor. She literally said, keep her in bubble wrap before until you get out of the yeah, plane." There you go. We got, a, we got a week in the meantime. Yeah. So, But we're ready. I'm excited for it. need
0: a new go nod. You'll be fine. You'll be, then, you'll be totally fine. Then pie. you wake up and she's sucking on the armrest and you're like, okay, this is not gonna be good. This is not gonna be good. But you'll they're be not fine. Clean. You'll be, they're not sterilized. <laughs> <then. laughs> you'll be surprised. There's not a thermal <laughs> cleaning process on, on those planes. Oh, that's great. You'll have a great time. I'm not going anywhere. I'm not I feel like we've been uh, we've been around enough. So we're just gonna we're we're just gonna hunker down and enjoy a couple of days off and be ready to go here for the last thirty, what I guess twenty seven at that point, twenty seven games of the season. As they make their playoff push, probably not a huge surprise, guys. Uh, the NBA trade deadline came and went, and not a huge, uh, not any moves, not a single move for the Orlando Magic. But you didn't know that there would be. They've got a full roster, and uh, you know, I- I'm sure you know as-, as we know with Jeff Wellman, he's making calls, he's fielding calls, and if there was something out there that that made sense for this uh, Magic organization, he would have done it. He- we've he's see- we've seen in the past he- he's not afraid to make a move if one is there. Um, but i'm not privy to to a ton of insight more than that but george i guess we can surmise without the deal without a deal being made that there there wasn't something he felt he felt comfortable pulling the trigger on and of course it always takes two to tango so so you need someone else to help you as well and maybe partly there's the feeling that with these with, with this roster that we have now if we're fully healthy with 30 games left let's see what we can do here with the guys
1: that we currently have on the team uh, you basically just took everything I was going to say and, and, and already said it. So, uh, yeah, Jeff is not going to be one to sacrifice something for the future uh, just to try to, to accomplish something short-term. Now, that's not to say that he's not interested in, you know, like everybody else here, making the playoffs and, and making that push sure, sure. and, and, and doing everything we can. I think we have to always kind of take a step back a little bit and look where we are. And right now, like you said, we're what are we? We're four games over five hundred. If somebody would have told you, I know it, I know camp, it, before training camp that listen at the All Star break, you're going to have the chance to be sick. You know, anywhere from four to seven games over five hundred at the All Star break. There is not one person in Central Florida or anybody that wears Magic Blue in the world.
0: Correct, correct.
1: Would have signed that would have said, sign me up for that.
0: And and, and a half a game out of six. Let's yeah, let's just I mean, add that to the mix too. It's correct, I mean, correct.
1: You, yeah, you can't control. You can't control the other teams, right? Like you can't right. control what they're doing. You can only control what the what what you're doing. And if you would have said that you can be anywhere from four to seven games or over over five hundred at the All Star break, I'm, there is not one person that would have said uh, we 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 should be better than that. Right. There's correct. Not a chance. And so um, I think the Magic are. are very happy with where we are. I, I think that, and that's not to say that Jeff didn't try to improve the roster. He's always looking and the, and the ba- basketball operations staff is always looking to find ways where they can improve. Um, but it's not going to be at the sacrifice of something where, you know, you're looking two years down the road and oh crap, we sh- shouldn't have done that move. So sometimes, and, and we've seen it in other places, sometimes the best move is no move. And yep, yep. the only time will tell whether that was the right decision to make. I do think that the Magic are now looking at their roster and and seeing we have a full healthy roster for the first time all season. Our schedule does lighten mm-hmm. up uh, after the All-Star break, And we've already accomplished what we've accomplished in the first 50-plus games with having guys in and out of the lineup, yeah. with being very road-heavy, two West Coast trips, two very long East Coast-Midwest trips— I think the Magic, can, we we cannot be in any better of a situation than we are right now. And if we can get, say, two of these final three games in this homestand before we go to the All-Star break, I think everybody in, in Magic Nation should be very happy with where the team stands going into the homestretch.
0: Well, they have a chance to be four or five games over 500 going into the break. Uh, very realistic, if not better, going into the All-Star break, which is phenomenal. Uh, then you look at that, Jake, and the other part of that is this team is seven and four with the starting lineup that we saw last night. Okay, so that's three games over five hundred. That that's that's kind of your difference right there. But it's been eleven games. You've had that group intact in the starting lineup for eleven games. <laughs> so let's see. Right, so it, it. I guess one way to look at it, just to kind of piggyback on what George said, and again, there's always magic fans that say, why don't you take the expiring contract of whoever? And turn it into Buddy Hield, or why don't you? Why you know why didn't you trade Admiral Schofield and go get Dejounte Murray? It, well, it doesn't work that way, right? But that's what Magic fans do, right? They they look and say, okay, well, there there must be scenarios where we can add to it. First of all, I don't think you, anyone should ever expect that there would be a wholesale change, right? If anything, it would have been a minor deal, maybe to add some shooting or or things like that. Then you watch them last night; they knock down, what, they shoot fifty nine percent from three, and you think, okay. Maybe maybe they've got it in them. Maybe there's enough in the tank to get through the final 30 games. But maybe your moves are simply, Jake. You've got a fully healthy roster. That was 11 times you've had that starting lineup last night. Let's see what they can do for the final 31.
2: Dan, yeah, you think about the bench. All of a sudden, you've got 10 guys who you know we envisioned as your rotation at the beginning of the season, and it's been 12 games or whatever that we've had. You know it, it, from one to ten the guys in the in the spots that we envisioned for them um I think you know I I, I think there was a thought that you know we, we know they're not a great shooting team can we add some shooting but like who who in that that top 10 is gonna slide out we have shooting there it's just who's it gonna replace who you have at the same time we've got 12 road games left for drying outlet I mean we we'll talk about how how um how top heavy and front heavy the schedule was. And, 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 here we are. So basically everything George said, I agree with, I just don't understand, especially because we were the fourth youngest roster in the NBA on opening night, like we have a majority of our rosters, best basketball is in front of them. You can make the argument that everybody on our roster, their best basketball is in front of them. You don't want to trade away a guy too early. And then all of a sudden it's two, three years from now and you're going, boy, that would be nice. And to me, it's George, the, the way George put it, like, you got to kind of stick to the timeline. Paul is in year two. Franz is in year three. When those guys are at the height of their powers is when we want the flexibility to be able to make that one move that we think puts us over the top. And you got to keep all your chips in in, in 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 your corner for that moment. And it might be a big move, bringing in a you know a a perfect third complement, or it might be a small move at that point. You trade a couple twos, but Oklahoma City did that, and then they're able to make a move. And whether or not we think Gordon Hayward is the one to put them over the top. Oklahoma City was in every conversation yesterday. Sam Presti could have done almost whatever he wanted to. Yeah, right. Because he nailed the draft for a few years and because he added all those assets and resisted the urge to make a small move for a few, three or four wins this season. You always have to have, and this is what I love about Jeff Weltman and the front office, you always have to have that sort of long-term vision um, in mind because you want to build something sustainable. And, you know, proof positive is the Atlanta Hawks. They mortgaged their future for DeJounte Murray. He's a good player. It wasn't enough to make them a championship contender, not even close. Um, so I think the idea of, of of sort of putting it all in when you're early on in the timeline and Paulo in year two his first All Star appearance just doesn't make a ton of sense.
1: It's very like listen, I it's very hard because if, if it was me, I I would be like, yeah, let's go get whoever like let's go yeah. get whatever all-star now like the problem is is that it's not fantasy basketball right we've all played fantasy basketball mm-hmm. and we all feel like well we know what we're doing and we all know you know i can trade this you know this super you know this these two guys for a superstar um it's good that we have guys in our front office that can look bigger i am not one of those people i i want to i want to win now
0: sure day. yes absolutely exactly that, exactly that, right
1: right they don't it's not it's a, just a, i want to play right. isaac 45 minutes i'm with <laughs> you i know you are. It's, just, it's really <laughs> in, in in january i want to do yes that yes exactly um, there has to be bigger picture thoughts when it comes to how this team is going to go and jake hit it right on the head i think we are setting this up or when and that's not, again, this is not to say we are not going to go try to get a playoff spot this year. It's not to say we're going to go try to win a playoff series or two this year. I, of course, we're going to do that. But you do have to have bigger picture in mind. And like you said, when, Fra- I love that, when Franz and Paolo hit their super superpower, Uh, yeah exactly exactly listen then that hopefully you have set this up correctly uh oklahoma city's in a different place than we are as much as we want to try to compare ourselves with that they are listen they're in first place in the West. absolutely absolutely first place in the west the magic or not (laughs) and so you can't you can't it's not it's not a parallel road with us in oklahoma with somebody like oklahoma city um our time will come and again We've played 12, 13 games with our full roster out of 52, and now we have it again. And now from in, in a stretch between March and April, we're going to have 10 of 11 home games against teams that are sub-500, which we've done very well at, especially at home. This schedule will let, let up, and we are poised to have a nice, strong finish to this season, and then maybe we can make some noise in the playoffs.
0: Well, I'm all, I'm all for that, and and listen, you you look at the guys you've got, and I think I think the thing that frustrates some Magic fans is this is the second round is the second round picks that you get something to fill a need, right? Perfect. I think that's when you look and say, okay, well, you got this guy for just a pick, you didn't even have to lose a player. But then that I, I think to to kind of you guys' point as well, well, who does that person replace in your lineup, right? Because yes. you're you're kind of rolling along right now everybody kind of understands their roles you look at a guy like Gary Harris and I think everybody thought maybe with that contract you know that would be a desirable thing for other teams and I, I I'm looking at it you're 19 and 12 when Gary plays you're 19 and 12 in games when he plays you're 17 and six when he hits a three one three that the, the difference for this team if somebody can step up from time to time and make an additional three it means all the world to this team right they're they're one of the top third in the NBA in clutch games that they've been in, decided by five points or less, you're you're one or two made baskets away from having a completely different record, right? And that, that's just that's just
1: one guy who's playing about 17, 18 minutes. Listen, I, I called you yesterday after the deadline, and we just had a chat like we normally do, and I said to you, like, we don't even need, let's just take Gary and Joe, for example, right? I don't even need them to hit a three. Hey, correct. Well, we that's true, too. To, right? I just need them to be on the floor. To take a guy right. eighteen inches off the block. Yeah, yep. I don't, I don't that's don't right. Need, I don't need the magic to be to shoot thirty nine. It'd be kick ass and amazing if the magic right. shoot thirty nine percent from three. But just the fact that those guys are on the floor and can be on the floor, and I think that goes to the numbers you just said and and, and being healthy, being old. And so I think we are set up in a, in a great place down the stretch here. No, I, I, yeah, I, no, I completely agree. So that I think
0: that you factor all that in, and that, those are just a couple of small examples that you look at. If you're the front office, saying, "All right, well, let's roll with what we got." Right? We let's we don't see. know what the future looks like for Markell. We don't know what the future looks like, you know, for for some of these other guys on the roster. But we've got to this point. We're going to have them for the rest of the for the rest of the duration. Let Let's see what they look like here down the stretch. Right? I'm so that's in so every piece of wood around here. I here know. Me, I too. Oh, me too. That, right? <laughs> me too. Me too. Now, now that being said, you haven't had a record of health for. <laughs> these guys so it is hard to bank on that for the final 30 games but hey it, we're in a good position as, as far as that goes there might be a couple of back-to-back scenarios where you may not have uh, a guy or two you know for for a handful of games but for the most part this is the roster you have intact so that I, I think we would all agree right so that the trade deadline comes and goes maybe those were some of the factors that went into it and this is what we've got for the duration I'm not forgetting anything right we, we, we think we think I, we've covered all that i yep. think
2: so it's, the it is I the, the last thing I was going to add is like when I was sitting there and going through, okay, who are guys who might be available? Who who might be a good fit? I was basically naming other teams' version of Gary Harris and Joe Ingles. Right, 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 so, yeah, yeah, exactly. Right. Bring in a veteran who defends well. Uh, you know, at the point of attack, doesn't need the ball in his hands and a good spacer for Paul and Franz. Oh, wait a second, we have that guy. He's just that's right, that's Injury right. issues so far this year. So if he is, if he is locked in and healthy coming down the stretch, it's that that's the perfect example of. Of uh, when you see it in another uh, in another jersey, you're going, "Oh, we need him. We need that guy." Emmanuel quickly. When everybody was talking about it, he was available from the Knicks, and I and I see all this discourse on Twitter. I'm going, "We have Emmanuel quickly. His name's Koan. Mm, yeah, like right. Yeah. you know, like everybody, it's, it's always it's always kind of the grass is greener over there. We've got we I think we have the roster in place here. Um, and they've proven it so far without health and with the schedule. As we mentioned here, we are four games above five
1: hundred. We've had a lot of conversations over the years, all of us, with other teams, you know, broadcasters, PR staff, whatever. Where we look at somebody from afar, and like wow, we'd really like to have that guy. And then you have a conversation with that guy, and they're like, "Oh, you you can, you can have him." Yeah, and it's right? Like, it's really very interesting. What? Like, yeah, yeah. I, you can't say. And it's people like people. They, people would have no idea. The, yeah. the caliber of, of of stars even where you've had a conversation and you're just like man he's got to be great you know like i'd love to have him and they're turning around and being it's just like you said the grass is always greener somebody else Another girl's always prettier. Like that's not necessarily the case. So uh, yeah, let's right. let's ride with what we have. Let's 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 let's.
0: Well, and, and and if you want to make a move, you can do it this summer. You're two months away, right? right? You're two months away from the you know from, from the playoffs starting. So you can go. You can pursue anything you want. You haven't given up any any. You haven't given up any assets, any draft compensation. And I guess the last part of this, I, I will piggyback on. Guys can say they don't worry about the trade deadline all they want. Guys can say they don't care. Coach can say, you know, control the things you can control and all that. And that's right. That That's how you have to approach it. But there was a different feeling in that locker room yesterday before the game, knowing that, okay, this is everybody's here. There were a lot more smiles. It was a lot less tense. You went on and had one of your best offensive games of the season. I think guys weren't pressing. I think that's another part of it, right? The final 30 games, and we'll touch on that next. You know, guys got to play better. There are some guys that got to, you got to shoot better. You got to play better. You got to protect the ball better. Um, and, and that's what happens. You, you need that in the playoff push, anyway. But don't you feel like okay, this is this is what you gotta? And it looked to me like it was a uh, it was just uh, the, the weight was lifted off a lot of guys' shoulders last night.
1: But Jake, you were at shooter Out yesterday. I mean, there were a lot of guys. It, it's 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 human nature. We we were yeah, all on our yeah. phones. We were all on our phones as guys started to do media availability yesterday, and that's when a couple of the you know a couple of the Knicks deals went down. Mm-hmm. Or at, they they you know it's just. It's woge bomb after Shams' bomb after woge bomb. Yeah, right, right. And we're not the only ones that do that. I mean, like Jalen came out to do an interview for me, and the first thing he said was, "He's like, whoa, crap! You see, you know, see, the Knicks just got, you know, bogged down, yeah. and it's like they're all looking at it." And the, but the prop, the difference between me and them is. The, they could go at any minute. <laughs> yeah, true. Yeah, <laughs> that exactly. Be, that has to be an unnerving feeling. Absolutely. Uh, for for a young guy like that, that's on his own. For a guy that has a family, like no question, it, it's a very nervous time for all the players. Uh, no matter who you are, because. It's been proven over the years that nobody is is untradeable, right? Nobody's untradeable. So it's well, it's and to Jeff's and, and, and to Jeff's
0: credit, with all that being said, am I going to pull the trigger? Am I going to do something just to do something, right? And uproot someone for something that I'm not convinced is gonna is gonna be that much better than what we've already got? And you
1: don't I, know what's wha- going to affect the other guys in the locker. Room, yes, absolutely, right? so
0: maybe,
2: absolutely. A, absolutely.
1: Really tight with player B, and player B goes, and that messes up player a yes. yeah that's what
2: I, that's what i was gonna say dirt it's it, it would never be the reason you wouldn't make a deal because we want to keep our locker room together but we have talked all season long about the chemistry and the vibe with right, that right. locker room and it is unique i think we've been around long enough to know that not all teams are built this way and 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 chemistry is chemistry you take away right. one piece and you have no idea how it impacts let alone who are we bringing in are they going to take shots away from the guys who we need to still be developing? There's just so much more added in. How many years are on their contract? Um, You know, who, who represents them? There are so many layers to all of this. When you make a move like that. And, and, and we are not in the situation where the Detroit Pistons are, where it's like, this clearly isn't working we need to do stuff my oh, like, goodness they needed to do stuff for the sake of doing stuff because very clearly what they were doing was not working we 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 feel like we're we're uh, we're on to something here and even those small minor moves can sometimes have big impacts
0: uh, and now don't get me wrong I would have liked to uh, had buddy healed for a second round pick but but that deal wasn't out there <laughs> right and <laughs> again uh, it takes two to tango it, it takes two it to, take to tango you're, round you're, round you're round exactly round. right that was that, yeah, was that, was thought, that was a prominent thought. That was prominent thought on Magic Twitter. Yeah, yeah that that was. Somebody healed for like the bottom three guys on <laughs> our roster. Yeah, sure. It's really not, it's really not like, that's happen. not going to happen. It's not going to happen. to want that too. So I did like it. I did like the tweet from Bill Simmons. We need to we need to we need to rethink if Detroit should be allowed to make moves. <laughs> I thought that was brutal the way they just blew that whole thing up. My oh, goodness. My. So now the electricity in that building last night was sensational. I think one of the things that stood out to me. It was Jonathan Isaac uh, rejecting the the dunk attempt by Victor Wembanyama. He's caught a couple of people, and at some point people are going to stop uh, trying to attack Jonathan Isaac, right? Uh, you know, Jeff says it on the broadcast, think twice, think twice, and then they'll shoot and he'll swat it away. Jonathan Isaac, the final 30 games, right? As you sit here now with 30 games left, the minutes will start to creep up. We've seen games where he finishes the entire fourth quarter. Right, he he he's he's going to be a secret weapon or an X factor for this team, if they're going to move up in the standings and ultimately clinch a playoff spot. What does it look like for him as as we look at minutes, as we look at where he's going to be potentially at the end of the season? Because he's a difference maker, and that was unbelievable. That's a seven four guy trying to throw it down over the top of you, and you sent it into the stands.
1: It's got to be really hard for Jamal Mosley to to keep him. I mean, you've seen it, Dante, where he kind of always breaks yeah, right. over and asks you know you or me or joel glass and how many minutes is JI at because and what do we say asks, and what do we tell him i tell him four because <laughs> even not? if it's the fourth quarter and he's played at least 20 minutes i'm you like four minutes i'm like you got 16 minutes, more you're all good everything's he's clear no but you still have to listen to, you know the all-star break is not where we want to get with jonathan isaac march 1st is not yeah. where we want to get right. jonathan isaac we want to get to May with Jonathan Isaac, you're right. I mean, we, we, and, and, and a full healthy Jonathan Isaac, the more he plays, the more he can get through games, you know, with a slight tick up in, in his minutes, the more, the more mentally healthy he has to be too, to be out there as well. And I think that's a big thing with Jonathan is, you know, he, he starts off slow. He plays 10 minutes a game and all right, my legs are good. I can, I can get through that. Now, now we're up to 15. Now we're up to 20. I'm not saying by the time we get to May, he's gonna be playing thirty-five minutes a night. That's not gonna happen because sure. this is a guy that's been, you know, suffered through so much. So we can't can't go ahead and do that to him. But as as the season progresses here and he does what he did. I mean, last night was a was a master class, I thought, by Jonathan Isaac. Just and and on the offensive end too, he's he's hitting the glass, yeah. he's running the floor. I mean, he runs like a gazelle. Nice pull up uh, jumper. Yep. He had a really good all-around game last night, and and you're right. I don't think I don't think he's gonna surprise anybody. Everybody knows who Jonathan Isaac is. Um, it's a matter of him staying on the floor, and it gives us so much versatility uh, with lineups. The things that Jamal has already. I mean, you've seen it with uh, the end of game lineup that he's been thrown out there sometimes, where you have Franz at basically at the two. Uh, where you have six ten, six ten, six ten, seven mm-hmm. foot. I mean, that's mm-hmm. a, 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 a that's a hell of a lineup. It really is. Um and he can just he can do so many more things. Jamal, when I say he, knowing that Jonathan is is healthy again, available.
2: Remember last year when we were all excited about Bull Bull and Mo Bamba and and, and all the yeah. seven footers? This is the practical application of that. This is the one that works when you go uh, giant down the stretch. I pulled the numbers the other day. J.I. has played 20 or more minutes five times this season, and teams are averaging 101.4 points per game against us in, in those games. It's just a matter of getting him on the floor. And and I think what's frustrating, or the I think the reason that sometimes fans can't figure out why he isn't playing 28, 30 minutes a game, is because he's not like a, a, a shooter sitting in the corner who can't move anymore, and this is all he's able to do. He is one of the most athletic Right, amazing freaks in in the league. When he's out there, he's one of the only guys who you could even consider in the same class with a guy like Wembenyama, because he's able to move his feet on the perimeter. He can switch. He can do absolutely everything you want from an NBA defender in 2024. Um, but there is that history, and so you know a lot of it is being cautious. If if the playoffs were tomorrow, maybe you could get away with 28 minutes, d- depending on how he feels. Um, but but they're not, and so we need to be careful. You know sort of inching his way in, but we see it. I mean, when Coach Mosley has 12 minutes in his back pocket heading into the fourth quarter of a of a close game, that's a secret weapon, man. And and he is – I mean, he just absolutely wrecks, um, wrecks offensive game plans for opponents. It's going to be really big, just keeping them right. And, and look, I don't – if we need – if he needs to skip a back-to-back here and there or – yeah, Absolutely. Like Miami where he's minutes, got left because come the back end of April, hopefully – we're going to need you, big fella. We're going to need you, big fella. But also, and I'm not saying
0: he's going to shut these guys down, but he's going to make these guys work. In a first round playoff series, you start sizing up who you could match up with, right? If you end up getting eighth and you play Boston, do you to have the ability to, to to put 20 minutes of Isaac on Tatum, at least make him work for, right? To, you haven't had that, right, for the for the, the last couple of years. I mean, it's Milwaukee with Giannis, right? You start Isaac sizing up every absolutely, <laughs> absolutely. But but a lot of the a lot of the iron at the top of the conference. Yes. Are are exactly who he would guard, right? Yes. So I think you start at least to give yourself a chance, right? To 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 at least try to slow down a guy like that as much as humanly possible, if they can be slowed down. So I think he be, he becomes critical. And I think we saw when Franz Wagner was out, we saw the usage rate climb up for Apollo Bancaro, and you wonder, okay, at some point you got to ease off of that guy, right? And we've seen it here the last couple of weeks. I think the All Star break is going to be good for him. Not that it, not that he's going to get a ton of rest but it's not going to be hard on his legs. He's not going to be out playing competitive basketball games, the Rising Stars Challenge, the skills competition, the all-star break. I think you see, you know, you you don't go hard in those things. And then he's going to have the four days off after, uh, one of them being a travel day to get up to Cleveland. So I think that's going to be a break, whereas conversely, if Franz Wagner hasn't had a break in three years, right, since he's come to the NBA with FIBA and all that stuff. So I, I think those eight games off, that he had with the ankle, he probably needed three days off with the ankle, but you decided to give him a little extra rest. And I think that's why the last couple of games we've seen 38, 34 last night against San Antonio. I think that guy's fresh, and I think that's going to help him here going down the stretch.
1: The thing I love, and and you and Q touched on it post-game last night after the Spurs game, this team is just built to where – Let's take Paolo Benker, right? He had a streak going last night of 17 games yeah. in a row, or eight—I'm sorry, 18 games in a row—with 20 and five assists, 20 points right. and five assists, and he was close to it last night. But he knew Franz had it going, and, and he doesn't. You know, it's all about—they're so team-oriented, and it's—and it's great that your top two players are team-oriented. Like they, Franz does not care if he scores 12 and Paolo goes for 35. Palo does not care if Franz is going for 30 and he's only got 14. It's all about who has more points at the, on the scoreboard at the end of the night. And uh, it's just... Uh, I really refreshing. I, it's refreshing. Really it's really, refreshing. you have yes. seen it the other way, where somebody's got to get theirs. And listen, that's why this team is having success. I, again, if you, if you would have told me we would be in this position in August, you'd all have taken it. Everybody would have taken it. And I think it just goes back to how this team is shaping up I agree. Franz is hitting his stride. I mean, Franz, we knew Franz wasn't going to shoot 19% from three for the whole year. Right. Every, water usually settles and he's going to, he's going to tick that back up to 11. I'm not going to lie. I
0: thought we might as a team, but, but I'm not going <laughs> to lie to you, but, but you're right. But, I, but I knew it wouldn't be him, but we're
1: we're coming out of that too, which is nice. And maybe you're right. Maybe those, maybe that was a little, you know, and that's not, not to say those guys don't work hard when they're out because they're working hard to get back on the floor. Um, Everything has looked better for Franz. Not to say he was playing bad before the injury, because right. he was averaging twenty. But the three is starting to look better. It's got a little more arc on it. He 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 looks fresher. Like you said, his legs maybe got a little break where we wouldn't have anticipated that in January.
0: Now, listen. Two more things. I just want to touch on the on the last thirty games of the season, kind of what that looks like, and then All Star Weekend, right? With Paolo and and all and the Magic are well represented, which is going to be pretty cool. But at the time of this, right, the Magic, by the way, are are fighting off uh, a Chicago Bulls team that seems to have caught life, yeah. right? So Chicago is right behind you, three games behind you. Probably, you know, Atlanta is catching fire too. They, although they've lost two in a row, uh, they have the ability to to catch fire. So those two teams aren't going anywhere. You're going to have to fight them off the rest of the way. But you're tied with Miami, right? So you 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 lose the tiebreaker because they win the season series. Um, but you're you know so you're tied. You're half a game out of sixth with Indiana, who you've beaten twice. You play them two more times, but you've already beaten them twice. And now you start looking at things, guys. Listen, anything's possible here in the Eastern Conference. You have to win. It all starts with what you do in this locker room. And I think the big thing is you've got, what, 30 games left. You have 17 games against opponents that are 500 or under, right? So that should be setting up finally. You haven't had that. We just came through that 22-game stretch where you're hoping to be above 500 at the end of it, and you are. You're now four games over 500. So so the schedule should lighten up for you here down the stretch. You're home game heavy. You've got an eight-game homestand. Now you start thinking, and again, you don't want to get too ahead of yourself, but three, you're, smiles, Jake. you're three games behind Philadelphia. Who knows what Philadelphia looks like with the Joel Embiid situation, right? You don't know when or if you're going to get him back, uh, but they're free-falling right now. We assume that New York is going to get these guys and take off, and I think they will. I, I think they will because Jalen Brunson is just on a mission right now. Um, but but what if it doesn't work? What if it doesn't work with New York? And then the last part of it is: anyone convinced that Milwaukee is going to take off? Right? They're one in five since they've hired Doc Rivers. I, I don't think it was all Adrian Griffin's fault. I don't. Th- I'm not saying this is Doc's fault, but clearly there's something that it just isn't quite working with Milwaukee. You're one and one against the Bucks, and you play them two more times at the end of the season. Now that terrifies me. I think Milwaukee's going to figure it out. Now ultimately get second in the Eastern Conference, but we don't know. We don't know. You could go potentially as high as fourth, maybe even third in the Eastern Conference so the, if you get red
1: hot. So the overarching theme of the, this edition of Pod Squad is we're going to be the second best team in the We're going to win the East. We're going to. That, that's that's <laughs> we just we just went from <laughs> trying to battle for six, seven, and to like Dante's like. Hey, you know what? Screw it. We're winning the East. Every everything's.
0: Well, good. I sit down with Josh. I sit down with Josh Cohen, and he goes, "You know, I kind of ran some of the numbers, and I don't know what that means. I don't know what that means, but I know." Especially <laughs> what Josh is saying. Especially what Josh idea. from OrlandoMagic.com. But I know, I I know ninety seven percent of of his life is crunching the numbers, so I don't That's doubt true. what he says. That's true. And he said there is a path. You know, if everything plays out how it should, and this team beats this team, and this that the Magic could get fourth. In the Eastern he's Conference, right? like, he's crunching the numbers.
1: If we go twenty-nine and one, for the last, that's the games, number. He's crunched the numbers, but I don't doubt. I don't doubt that he's got the
0: lights off in his room, and he's got a black light, and he's writing on the walls, and he's crunching the numbers. He's got it all figured why out. is he doing it in black? I don't like? know that's why he's weird. doing it. That's just. That's just no, how I imagine he crunches talk. numbers. Talk to him about that. And he can't be doing that in blacklight. While he's better. developing
2: the film in the yes. back, he's got the guy. It works better. He's got the guy's a multimedia yes. man for crying out loud. Yes, he's, he's got. There's a method going. to the madness. Believe me.
0: But yeah. I. But anyway, I look at it and I say there's so. I don't. We don't know what the East is going to look like. So could I? Yeah, I, I think at the bare minimum, this Magic team should be fighting like heck to get to avoid playing. I think there's a real possibility you could grab six,
2: maybe even go as high as f- as four or five in the East. Yeah, I, uh, when you look at who's playing well right now, you mentioned Chicago. It seems like they found something. I'm not particularly worried about them. They also lost Zach Levine for the rest of the year. Um, but, you know, it you seems have to have helped game. them. And it seems to have helped them is
1: what yeah, I would for a say. Yeah.
2: Well, it, right. but, but I think long-term, that's fine. And by the way, Kobe White, I think we should probably be talking about the year that that guy's having. He's yeah, been liked right. out, and Booch but- is playing really well as of late. And they did. I think the fact that they sat on their hands at the deadline, probably tells you that they feel okay about themselves. Either that, or they think that's the best chance to not get everybody fired, which is probably more more likely the case. Self preservation. <laughs> you know, you got to get to that point this time of year. Um, Boston is Boston. The Cavaliers have been insane. You're right about Milwaukee. Like there was something wrong there, and and I don't care if you bring in Greg Popovich, you can't fix it like that immediately. Right. No coach right. has that much power. Um, so we'll see. I mean, Milwaukee's got more talent than just about anybody, but it but there is there's clearly like some issues there, and it's mostly on the defensive end. I am scared of New York, to be honest with you. I yeah, think no the question. question made yesterday. Absolutely, um, they're they red hot. But Beyond that, so we I just did Boston, Cleveland, and New York. I think are are, are playing the best in the conference, and I think catching any of uh, of those three. I aside from that, I could see a free fall for any of these teams. Indiana doesn't scare me at all. Um, and the Sixers is going to be really interesting to see. Can Tyrese Matsey slide into that role and carry a team for thirty games, and and, and kind of tread water until potentially Embiid plays again? I have a feeling we won't see him again this year. It just doesn't. I had, if, with the way they go the open, but with how, with how cautious they are with him, for sure. I I can certainly see that. Right. it? Yeah, I don't. I I don't think so. So you're right. Like like, and that's where we are right now. And I think that's one of the reasons you don't make a move and mess with it because you do look ahead and say look if we just kind of keep doing what we're doing right now That's I mean, right. It, even if we you know even if we tread water the rest of the way and we're sitting there four games above 500 at the uh, at, at the end of the season or heading into April that could be good enough to be out of the play in depending on what teams like Philadelphia and Indiana uh end up doing so uh, i think you're in a good spot and and it it, it certainly helps that we have so many darn home games coming up. That eight game homestand in March is a godsend. I mean, it that's right. Anyways, no, um, no. Listen, that, I, I that could put you in a good
0: spot. I'm well aware we wouldn't be saying any of these things if we lost to San Antonio last night. So, so it, this thing comes and goes. It comes and goes, game by game, right? But right now, it's set. You, you're hit you're you're
2: winning the games you're supposed to win. That's all Especially you can do. The three of us. Can you imagine if we lost that game last night and then we? <laughs>
1: oh.
2: then we uh, there'd be, there, today, there, would
0: be I no there would be no podcast. There would be no. I don't
1: want you guys to go pound sand when not doing a podcast. <laughs> type. There's, no, there's, no there's no chance we're doing a you're
0: podcast. You're right, but you but you but they do what they're supposed to do. They they you know they've struggled at times, but they've beat some of the best teams. Ah, uh, but they're beating the teams they're supposed to beat, and and that's uh, that's all you can ask for here down the stretch. Real quick before we get out of here, the Magic are going to be well represented next week, and next week on Pod Squad, Jake Chapman and I are going to catch up. Uh, with, with Pete D'Alessandro in the front office for the Orlando Magic. So that's going to be fun. And salary cap, we'll kind of get into some numbers. And
1: We well, uh, cur- should have Josh Cohen on with the
0: blacklight with Pete on that. That's a ah, like, good point.
1: I want to compare. I want to see how he
0: crunches numbers as opposed to Josh Cohen. You know, how I just say
2: real fast, a I imagine media he... meal with Josh Cohen. And oh, it's that a delight. Is, that, is, that's perfect. that is the perfect way to get ready for a broadcast because I kind of get smarter no matter what. That dude is nonstop info.
1: I need one of you two to ask. That should be Pete. Your first question to Pete is Does he crunch the numbers for the cap with a black yes,
0: light? Yes, so fair enough. That? Yeah, I think
1: that would, uh, uh, that would set the tone for the podcast next week. <laughs> with, I think, like this. the number, like the movie 23,
0: and everybody's just writing on the walls and it's obsessed <laughs> with numbers. But that's probably not how it is. That's probably not how it is for all, not for all analytics people. The Magic are going to be well represented during All Star Weekend. This is going to be cool, guys. With with Paolo Bancaro obviously in the big game, the Rising Stars Challenge. You're going to have Mac McClung with the Osceola Magic. I think that I'd I'd love to see that guy get a chance with the Orlando Magic at some point. The the problem is it would come at someone's expense, and I now that's hard to look and say who who you want to get rid of because because. Uh, but you want the guy to get an opportunity. He's Sounds tearing Who up. Who do you the want to G get league. rid of? Say it. Who do you want to get rid of? Oh boy, don't do that. No, you can't. No, that—that's <laughs> the thing. That. Everybody, I'm you, You've got you've got two or three guys that can I think can really help you, but can't even get on the floor. Yeah, you know, it'd be because you've got guys in front of you that are just offer more right now. Well, the right? I think you've
2: got started a combine
0: that, like seventy games or something. That's the thing. Year. That's the thing. You've got guys waiting in the wings that are very good NBA players that just can't get on the floor right now. So. Um, so if you, even if you added Mac McClung, it's not like you could add him onto the floor. I hope an NBA team gives him a chance because I think he's an NBA yeah. player. But he's going to be representing the Osceola Magic in the slam dunk contest. and We know how electrifying he was last year. Jalen Brown will be a part of the dunk contest. This is going to be cool, guys, to see the Magic heavily represented. You're going to get some national attention with Shaquille O'Neal. Having his jersey retired in your building, that'll be the first jersey to go up in, in to the Magic rafters. Uh, kind of some fun national attention coming Orlando's way finally
2: here coming up next week. I mean Paulo Hero only- playing his first nationally televised
1: game. Yes. And yeah. he's already been named an All-Star. Is that is, is, that's right, right? Like that's I mean, yeah. trust me. I've had lots of conversations. I had somebody call me from the NBA the other day and, and say something about Paulo at All Star and and doing some media stuff or whatever for for ESPN or TNT. And I was just like, well, why 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 am I in a hurry to <laughs> like adam Bourne. and i was kidding i was i was well i was had, right. kidding. i had my tongue in cheek but they know they know that every time they bring up national tv or something to do with the national affiliates that they're, they're before i agree and say yes which i which we do i'm always going to kind of give them a little jab yeah yeah we haven't been on national tv very much in the last 12 plus years yeah we have the number one pick he was the, almost a unanimous rookie of the year and you still only gave us one I but I digress now. See so you getting me all riled up. Yeah. But but to, but the counter to that is we have not been four
0: games over five hundred on February 9th in since two thousand twelve.
1: Yeah, a long time. Long
0: time. A long since two thousand twelve. So it is so it is to hard to look it, right? it's hard to look and say, boy, we gotta have that team on, on national TV. But but we've had better we have had we have certainly been more deserving
1: than no games. I would like I would like to hope that as teams, you know, we, we see it all the time. Games get flexed out as the year goes yeah, on. Right. Um, there's there's a long stretch here where I do think there's a, a good possibility of us getting picked, you know, getting games picked up here along the way. As they, uh, if we can keep doing what we're doing and heading into right. the playoffs, I mean, we're going to be hard to ignore. Paolo's going to be at All Star Weekend. The guy is, is so deserving. I mean, everybody's seen the the night where he got, you know, where he finally got the nod and and the reserves were announced. Just that feeling for him and the team and, and everybody involved, uh, very excited for Paolo, very excited for the magic. Listen, this is what we've been wanting, right? This is what we've been craving for years. And it it just, this is the light at the tunnel. this is what we've been hoping for. And you can see it now from a distance. And it's a very, very exciting time.
0: And I get Magic fans pushing for you know Don, why aren't why aren't you pushing for nationally televised games? I don't work nationally televised games. We don't broadcast those. So when it's on TNT, we we don't we have the night off, which is cool once in a while. It'd be awesome on Tuesday for the Shaq thing. But you're never going to hear me push. I, I like when the games are on Bally Sports Florida, uh, when we we can go up against ESPN. But for those that don't know, you know we we we're, we are not. A, it's an exclusivity. TNT has the rights, and it's not like we broadcast simultaneously. But I love the exposure. We got to get the exposure when we're in the conversation now, it's and, coming. and I, it's coming. Absolutely, absolutely. There'll be more and more games, and I, I don't think we can hide from it next year for sure. And we have earned it, right? We 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 earned it, and we'll be and, and Jake will be with Josie on JetBlue, looking on the plane, right, watching <laughs> watching the highlights coming back. It'll be uh, it'll be a lot of fun here next week. All right, guys. Well, good stuff. We we got thirty games to go, and good luck to us. It'll be a lot of fun here. The last two months we've not had. Probably been about 10, 12 years since since we've had the, kind of this excitement going into the final two months of a season. Uh, let's enjoy it, and let's, uh, let's avoid the play-in. Let's grab a playoff spot here in the next two months. I'll do my best, Dante. All right, do your best. Do your best. That'll do it for this edition of Magic Pod Squad. We'll see you next time with Pete D'Alessandro. We'll join Jake and I next week. You don't want to miss that on Magic Pod Squad.